Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Series 5, episode 25. I am your host, Jazz Wilson, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Lucy Wilson. Hello. Hello. Merry Christmas. Merry firstly. Christmas and a Happy New Year. And going into a Happy New Year, yes. Wow, what a year it has been. But we shall get to that because we need to, you know, type some loose ends, finish some unfinished business. Ta-da! Album of the week. Yeah! A few episodes back, I picked an album... Woman on the verge of a nervous breakdown. And Lucy, should we say that you were apprehensive about this album? Mm-hmm. So what did you think of it? Um didn't really like it, to be honest. <laughs> That's fair enough. Um I thought it might go down like the comedic route and be a bit ironic. Yeah. But it just was not. And I thought it might be quite empowering for females. They might twist it in a way that could be making it okay to not be okay for women and mm. highlight the fact that there's so much on women, but it's like, you know, spin it round in a in a good light. And um, when I played the album and the first voice I heard and the full song actually was a male that immediately frustrated me. If you're going to make a show called Woman on the Verge of a Mental Breakdown or whatever it's called, is that right? No, nervous Breakdown. Nervous Breakdown, yeah. sorry. Don't open with a song that a man is singing. True. After the overture, you mean? Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. I said the first voice I heard. Yeah, interesting. So that immediately annoyed me. And then I thought, okay, take it with a pinch of salt. Maybe it'll get better. And it didn't, and it was... I don't even know what the story was. It was bizarre. (laughs) It is very bizarre, but it comes under the dark comedy category. I just didn't get it. Mm. Maybe that's me being dense. I don't know. No, not at all. You can't... I found the same. You couldn't follow the story through the songs. I Yeah, I I couldn't find how they were trying to be funny either, if I'm completely honest. It's all very dark. Yeah, I have quite a dark sense of humour. I can joke about pretty much anything, but I don't know. It just didn't come through to me. Maybe it would be different if you were seeing it in person with some visuals and facial expressions. But if there was a joke that they were trying to say, to me, they just didn't come off as a joke. So... From what I've researched, basically it's about a mistress that the guy goes missing that the mistress is seeing. So she's searching for him all the while there's someone else searching for her, like stalkery, from what I understood. So it's all it's all a bit bizarre in my eyes. Yeah, it's, it, like I say, it might be different if I actually saw the show. Someone asked me if I wanted to go see it with them. They said, here's a ticket. Do you want to go see it? I would because... Mm-hmm. I'm not judging it as a show, but as an album, did not get it, did not like it. Yeah. It annoyed me. Going to give it one star. One or star? can I give it zero? No. Oh, one. Never <laughs> zero. Never. 
No, one, because I can still appreciate that somebody has taken the time and effort to write a score. And the music itself was not bad, but just the meaning behind the songs, I just didn't get it at all. Didn't translate with me. And it's not like I even listened to a song and went, oh, this sounds lovely. Did you have a favourite song or not? No. No. It all was, it wasn't a spoken song, but it was in that style, I yeah. feel. I don't feel like there was a ballad or a melody or it was all just... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a great way to describe I, I don't it. know. I just wasn't for me. Fair enough. And that's the thing with Album of the Week. Sometimes just the music can't paint enough of a picture for and a person. And at the end of the day, a show is all elements of theatre mm-hmm. is not just one component. No. So listening to one component alone is not a judgment of the show. No. It's a judgment of that component alone. Um, True. If it's I went reason. and saw the show and then listened to it afterwards, it may be a complete different story, but just off the album and nothing else, not for me. True. Hence the reason why we started Album of the Week, because it's interesting the portrayal we get just from that and it exposes you to other shows as well doesn't it it does very much so because there are some weird and wonderful things out there as i usually find so what did you think um parts of it i actually found quite funny Mm. but like you say that may be a gender thing um or because at times it is just silly, and that and that I, I didn't that was get the, right the silliness word for it. I was but. just like, this is so far gone; it's ridiculous, and that's what was making me laugh. Not the subject. It was just like, wow, how did somebody write this, get away with it, and have it running on stage? See, it's interesting you say that because to me, everything that they were saying didn't sound comedic. It sounded serious. I think that's what made it so funny. I just, I didn't understand it. No, that's fine. Some things people get, some things people don't get. It's just the way it is. Um, I would probably give it two stars. I liked it, but I didn't love it. But my favourite song was called Tangled. Which, hmm. yeah, was a nice, funny song. Yeah, just enjoyed it. And it sounded like something else, and I couldn't put my finger on it. I don't know if it was a combination of other musical songs. Maybe a bit West Side Story ish. Maybe. Maybe. It is. Which, very, and I love West Side Story, so that's. True. It is very speak singy, the whole album. Yeah. But. There we go. We've been exposed to something new. And if it ever comes to the West End, you know, you go, oh, listen to that album. Ta-da. Album of the week. Ba-ba-bum. Yeah. Something different, something new. So talking of new, we are going into a new year. Are you excited? Yes. Okay. So I don't, I, yeah. New Year's are not that significant to me. And I know that's a bit of a unusual thing to say, but mm. 
kind of just see it as like a rolling <laughs> yeah true thing um what about you uh yeah it takes me about a week to realize that the end number of a year has changed and i've been writing it wrong for ages um but i'm not one to do new year's resolutions no. or anything like that because I feel like it's too much pressure. It is a lot of pressure. And like to do that thing for a whole year with everyone else asking, oh, so what's your news resolution? Oh, you stuck to it. You've done it. You No, it's just a bit much. But I would like to see more shows. We say that every year. Yeah. Is there anything that you would like to see? As in, in the new year, Would you? what would you like to see that's new? In the new year. Oh, now you're asking. Back to the future. I'd like to see that. Sorry, I meant what would you, like, in the theatre industry, things are going to come in this year, right? New things are going to happen within the industry. Yeah. What would you like to see? In terms of shows, you mean? Just in the theatre industry, for example, they could, in this year, they could bring out a show where you wear 3D glasses. <laughs> True. That's a I ridiculous statement. I don't know how statement. that hasn't happened already. That, that was just an example, but what would you like to see the industry bring out in this new year? Something new to the industry, whether it's a show, a policy, a... Wow. Something that's never happened before. Oh, now you're asking. Jeez, that is a mammoth question. Um... Hmm... Tied to security, I never find that the security is good enough in a theatre. That's a good point, actually, yeah. Never. Barely look in the bag. Do they? Don't have metal detectors. Like, I mean, you don't want it to feel like an airport, but you can make things discreet. I was not expecting you to say that, but that is a very valid point. Yeah. Do you know what they do in Broadway? They I don't, actually. And if anyone does, yeah. let us know, because mm. we've never been. We'd love to, if mm. anyone wants to, you know, ship us over there. Um, yeah, no, I never feel... Not saying I don't feel safe. That's not what I'm saying. But I feel like it is a bit lacklustre. Do you feel that's the same with the COVID passport system? Yep. Yeah. I mean, we haven't witnessed it in a theatre because, unfortunately, we haven't been able to get to one since the passport system has been in place. No, but public events Mm. seemed pretty pointless. Mm. But we shall see. I think, well, Andrew Lloyd Webber was talking about, um, like, temperature sensors and stuff that can detect if people are over a certain temperature with infrared cameras and everything like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's a great idea. But then what? Like, then what follows after that? Say mm. a person is found to be roasting hot. They're then already when you go, there. Yeah, it's a little too late, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what I'd like to see? Go to on. Move on to another topic. More diversity. Oh. And yes, there is. They have 
been diverse in some ways, but I still think there's a long way to go. And you know what highlighted it to me this year? Go on. Strictly Come Dancing. Wow. Go on. Not it's in the theatre industry, I'd say, but not necessarily a musical theatre. But in the final of Strictly Come Dancing this year, they had so the the winner of it was Deaf. So the celebrity that was on Strictly Come Dancing and won was Deaf. Yep. Now that blows my mind. How she yep. even did one dance, let alone one. Now, if they can do that. In a TV show. Are they doing that in the West End? Are they doing that in theatres? Dunno. Is there that diversity there? Have you ever been to a show where they've had um someone signing? Yes. Have you? Yes. Well, I've never seen that. I feel like that should be much more readily available. Um I agree. And it was an evening performance. Usually the signed performances are a matinee. Which I think is a bit out. I Yeah, I feel like it should be something that you can request. So okay. say, for example, if you're going to a show, I realise that might be difficult, but I definitely have more availability for mm-hmm. showings. Yeah. The second thing about Strictly Come Dancing is the other finalist was a male and male partnership. Yep. So they've only ever had one other same-sex couple and that was two women. This year was the first time they had a male-male couple and they were in the final. So yep. a very diverse final and I think if Strictly can do it, West End can do it. Yeah. And maybe it would be nice to see some older shows being revived in a way with having gender swaps or slightly slightly change the story to be more current. Say, for example, in the 1920s, <laughs> it wasn't accepted to have True. same-sex marriage or relationships, whereas now it completely is yeah, and 100% should be. So it would be nice to get some of those older shows and switch them up to be more current, modern-day shows. True. I suppose it would depend on the story, like Hairspray, for example. Well, the story is based on... Yeah, of course. Yeah, but so say, for example... Like a Romeo and Juliet with two male leads. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like they have already revived it in And Juliet. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, uh, something along those lines... And it doesn't necessarily have to be about gender. It could be about anything. Just swapping it up to give more people more opportunities. True. Do you want to know this show that I saw that had sign in it? Wow, try saying that. Tongue twister. It was Be More Chill. Oh, really? Of all the shows. You didn't even mention that to me. No, because I saw the woman come out. And first of all, so she was kind of dressed up like the cast she had dungarees and stuff and I was like oh she's cool and I thought she was part of the cast I thought it was like part of the show at first and then she just stood there and then the lights came up and the cast come on like full lights on stage and she started signing I was like wow that's awesome and then after a while you didn't even notice she was there Mm. Like for me, because I you didn't need it. A, yeah. yeah, I am able able to hear. Um, yeah, she just just blended in with the cast. It was awesome. So cool. 
Mm. I completely forgot about it until you mentioned it just then. Very cool. It is very cool. So there's no reason why they can't do it. And she signed everything. The dialogue, the songs. Like that she was the, so difficult. She was the hardest working like, person on that stage. How hard is it to learn lads for a show? To then learn literally every single word of the show for every part. That and every song. Yeah. That is insane. I thought to myself, what if somebody goes off script? What if somebody ad libs? Well she'll have to ad lib. Or just do it as the script is. Same meaning will still come across, won't it? Yeah. I'm not sure how it quite translates, like a sign language to... Uh, I don't know, unfortunately. To English. I don't know if it's word for word or... No, not quite clued up on that. But, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. What show is top of your list to see in 2022? Oh, um... Hmm... You could ask me another day and the answer would be different. So if okay, can we say that all of the shongs all of the shows that are currently running have an unlimited run. So there's not gonna be a time limit for one to run out. The next thing I'd like to see, because I've been wanting to sit for probably the longest time out of everything. That's a lie. It's not because Phantom of the Opera I've been wanting to see for years. True. But I'm not really in a particular rush to see that. Um, I will see it one day, but it's not top of my list. I'm going to say six. Wow. But you know what? If it had to be something that I've already seen, Dear Evan Hansen. It's the last thing I saw before lockdown. Yep. And I'd love to see it again. That's the first thing I see after lock. Well. It's a lot of lockdown. Yes. 150 million. Um, but yeah, I I would happily see that again. Yeah, very cool. I would happily see that again. What about you? Uh, Back one? to the Future is something I'd really like to see. Okay. Or something new and different. Something that's not mainstream. Something in a little theatre, down an alleyway that's not very well known is a small cast small audience very intimate um like when we saw oh what did we see ghost quartet ghost quartet that's exactly the show i was thinking of i knew you were thinking of that was awesome that show is definitely in my top 10 of all shows i've ever seen ever mm, wow i've seen a couple only a couple but that was phenomenal. That was right up my street. That. Um, so, yeah, just something that not many people would get a chance to see. I, I quite like the exclusivity of things like that. Like anyone can go and see, I don't know, Phantom, for example. I'm not really fussed on theatre either like it wouldn't have to be West End like if it was a touring production or oh I tell you what actually that I do know is touring in 2022 that I would love to see again Grown Ups Grown Ups I knew oh you were going to say that God. I could just there's no point in talking to you <laughs> 
well, people wouldn't have anything to listen to. Grown Ups, yeah. By uh, Mischief Theatre. I would love to see that. But it being a touring production, I'm guessing it wouldn't be the original cast, but the writing is so good. I think it would still be as funny. Wonderful. Well, that is all from us for another year. But before we go, Tom, one last section from you. Take it away. Hello, my name is Tom and welcome back to the movie musicals segment. I think I said those the opposite way to how I normally say them. Um, For the last time of 2021, people, let's talk about some movie musicals. So this week we're going to be talking about the one and only West Side Story. Now, this is based on the Stephen Sondheim musical and the 1961 film. This one is uh, obviously is a remake and it's made uh, directed by Steven Spielberg. I almost said Stephen Sondheim then. Um, it seems quite poetic that this film would come out just after his death. Um, along with Tick, Tick, Boom, which we spoke about in the last episode, um, which is obviously was was kind of a little bit of a love letter to Sondheim. Um, and I have to say, I think out of some of the newer musical adaptations, I think there's been some pretty terrible adaptations over the past couple of years. The two starring or, you know, that are about Stephen Sondheim at least, uh, I would confidently say are two of the best movie musicals that have have come out in recent years so I think it's um, a really really nice send off for him so let's talk about the new West Side Story shall we I I went to see it at the cinema the other day um, I was forced to watch the original 1961 version in school for like GCSE dance so it's got a special place in hell in my heart um, I think it's a great film I think it's a classic but I, I cannot watch it without being taken back to to the days of forced education um so i was a bit skeptical about going to see the new one because i didn't want it to be too triggering but um i gotta say steven spielberg who i thought was missed the mark on a couple of films of late um doesn't quite have the same sort of charm that he used to with some of his films I got to say, this is an exception to the rule. He's done such a good job with this film. Um, ah, oh, I don't even know where to start. It's it's like the perfect blend of new and nods to the remake. Like the the opening feels so nostalgic, even though it's not the original. <laughs> you know, like it it feels like the original. The choreography is is fantastic. The setting's amazing. The costumes are great. I want to wear every single costume in that show. Um, and it's got such a great cast. Um, Rachel Zegler, who I believe was fairly unknown before this. I don't think she'd really done anything. I'm pretty sure this was her big breakout role. I remember reading something about that. She's fantastic as Maria. She's so great. We've got uh, Ariana DeBose, who I, th- I th- might have pronounced her name wrong. Apologies if I have. Which, if you've seen Hamilton, she's part of the ensemble. She plays. She's most famous for for being the bullet. Um, and there was a whole thing about her once the uh, the Hamilton film came out. Was it last year? Yeah, I think it was last year. Um, so it's nice to see her take up a slightly bigger role where she gets to, uh, you know, have some proper lines and some proper singing. She is fantastic. She's got such a great like emotional connection um 
the, her character is amazing and I, I don't think the character that she plays which is uh, Anita Anita I think I don't think that character is particularly you know a mind-blowing character or anything but it's just proof that if done right then you can you can really make a you know big impact in 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 a performance or a film and I think she did such a great job she was one one of the best ones in the sh- in in the film I think we've also got David I'm sorry if I mispronounce this David Alvarez who played Bernardo um I also thought he was amazing um he he's a really really good Bernardo he's really charming and unlikable um and then we've got Rita Moreno who plays Valentina now she I believe played Anita in the original West Side Story so if you like the original there's a little nod to it there um we've got Corey Stoll as Lieutenant Shrank who's really good at playing a a villain and looks good with hair I wish they'd given him a little bit more to do but there we go um We'll talk a little bit about Ansel Elgort now because I think Ansel Elgort was interesting casting. I I'm a big fan of him. I think he's a fantastic actor. I'm not sure if it was the best casting for him, but I think he did a really really great job with it. If that makes sense, I think upon reflection, it maybe needed to go to someone with a slightly more more of an edge that I don't think he has. But I think in terms of his performance, he was great. So it's nothing against him at all. Um, and it doesn't really take away from anything. I just think he needed a, a bit more to him. And they've changed up the story a little bit. So this character spends like a year in prison before the show. Um, before, the, Sorry, I keep calling it a show. It does feel like a, a proper show before the film. Um, so there's, there's a couple of tweaks they've made with the story, which is interesting. Um, I think it it felt it didn't feel necessary but it, it felt like the, a good thing to do for for this adaptation i suppose um also i really want to i just want to take a moment to say i i believe i don't know anything about the actor so please correct me if i'm wrong but i believe there's a transgender character in this film and i think i, I don't know i just didn't expect to see it in a in a you know what is essentially based on quite an old outdated musical so um i just wanted to say hats off it's nice to see some good representation um anyway but i i, I do want to move on because i just want to talk about mike faced for a second who plays riff um now i think he would have been really really good casting for um tony for the main character but i think he's fantastic as riff and in my opinion he's the best he's the best character actor whatever in in the film he's fantastic um and i think if for nothing else go and see him in this he's so good i enjoyed watching him so much the choreography in this film i want to also briefly talk about that for a second is stunning i think it's the best choreography i've seen in a film a musical well any film really that i can think of um but I just wanted to take a moment to talk about it because I was sat in the in the cinema and uh, it gave me goosebumps, which I don't think is I, I don't think I've ever got goosebumps over choreography before. And I just I just think hats off. I mean I know it's quite heavily a dance based musical, but I just think it it needs to be mentioned how good it was. Um. 
the only thing I really want to add to this, uh, I don't. It's not really a review, is it? But you know, to this this segment is just go and see this film. It's they've done such a good job with it. Um, it's breathed life into a musical that I thought was long dead, and um, I think Stephen Sondheim. I assume he got to see it before it came out because it's been in the works for a while, and I think it got delayed. But I assume he got to see it, and I think it's something that he would be really proud of. And um, I, yeah, like I said, it's a really, really nice send-off for him. So go and see this film. Um, obviously, be safe. COVID's, uh, COVID's about, as, as always at the moment. But um, I do think it's worth a trip out. Um, also, there's a the great little sort of cameo role from Brian Darcy James in it. So a little bit of a nod to Broadway. Out of five stars, I'm going to give this film four and a half stars, which is a nice way to end the year. Uh, Thank you so much, guys, for listening. It's been a tough year, especially for the arts and, you know, cinema being part of that. Um, We've had some not so great musical films this year and we've had some really, really great musical films this year. And I think it's nice that we've ended on, uh, on a positive note. Uh, I think my favourite musical film of the year, I'm going to give a special award to Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, In the Heights and West Side Story are close, closely followed behind, but Tick, Tick, Boom is a beautiful film. And I think if you're wondering what, you know, if you want a Christmas film to watch or, or a New Year's film to watch to, uh, to seal in the year, then I would suggest Tick, Tick, Boom. I think it's beautiful. Um, yeah. Go back and listen to to the episodes. I hope you've enjoyed listening to them. And uh, I'm looking forward to next year when, you know, we'll have some more musical movies coming out. We're supposed to have 13. We've got The Little Mermaid. Uh, Matilda's coming out in about a year's time. Hopefully Wicked will be out soon. Uh, There's a lot. Apparently there's Be More Chill and uh, Carol King musical in the works that are being filmed. So keep your eyes peeled. Go and support the cinema and go and support the arts. But more importantly, uh, stay safe. Um, And hopefully we will see you for some more great musicals in the future. Bye. Wonderful. Thank you, Tom. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. Thank you for your efforts this year and your movie musical section. We have enjoyed them thoroughly. That is all from us, Lucy. Thank you for this year. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Um, it's been fun. It's been different, but it's been fun. And may many more continue. Watch this space in the new year. We have some great things planned, great things coming your way, and maybe a couple of other things other than us just in audio format. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Please, you know what to do. Tell a friend about us and we will be back in your ears on the 16th going into the 17th of January. So keep an ear out. Thank you, Amdram fam. You are awesome. See you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Ah.
Podcast.